Hey, Jake's back and he's got his own show. He's on the mic and he's ready to go. Noodle on his left, Jess on his right. Hey, hold up, don't start a fight. He's got you covered with all the sports. Don't fret, he's wearing shorts. It's time for Waking Jake in the morning. Waking Jake at night. Jake sucks. Woo. Aha. What? is going on bakers how is everyone doing hope you had a fantastic weekend the last weekend of september bringing up the calendar yes friday is the 30th saturday is october 1st and it's starting to feel like it uh the air is beginning to get crisp in the beautiful american northeast is this uh animal documentary Hope you guys had a good weekend. I I did. I had another wedding, obviously. How could I not? Uh, and the Catskills, congrats to Sydney and Eddie. The football week three. The consensus I've heard from a lot of people, ugly week. You know, a couple of the games that were supposed to be the highlight reel, Brady Rogers. Not exactly. My Broncos put on another display of American football that ends up up being a victory, I guess. Let's get through the games, and then we'll get to the baseball coming up where Pujols did it, 700. Judge is waiting to fully do it. Waiting, trying. A little rain cancellation there. Um, and just more White Sox disappointment, Guardians love, all that jazz. But this weekend in football, it started on Thursday with the Cleveland Browns playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. And uh, the Browns end up running away with it in the second half. Uh, Nick Chubb continues to be one of the best running backs in the game, a buck 13 on the ground. Amari Cooper, 101 through the air. That was a sneaky transaction this offseason. And the Browns are now 2-1 and one with Jacoby Brissett holding down the fort. And by the way, should so easily be 3-0 if they held on to that Jets game, the Uzama-Chris Rose Bowl. Leads me back to Kevin Stefanski, uh, Browns head coach. Said it before, said it on the preseason show. This guy said it all of last year. The fact that this guy has made the Browns not a laughing stock. It's so easy to be a 1-2 and two team. It's so easy to be 0-3. Oh and, and the Browns, with their backup quarterback, Jacoby Brissett, are now 2-1 and one with at Atlanta next week. Chris Rose said they need to get off to a good start. They can continue that at the Falcons versus the Chargers, versus the Patriots at home. So uh, the Cleveland Browns are looking like they're going to become a part of the season. They're a good roster, and then it'll be when Deshaun Watson gets there, what's the crime scene look like? Well, I shouldn't say crime scene around Deshaun. There's a little touch and go there. Mm -hmm. Um, Just meant the Cleveland Browns in general. 
Um, they beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, I think I did say bet a special teams touchdown in this game because there, there had to be, uh, and there was. So I, I won't take full credit for that because I think I was leaning towards the Steelers getting that done. But Browns go to 2-1. and one. Steelers, I mean, this season, this has to be a weird one for Pittsburgh fans. They play the Jets next week. And you drafted a quarterback early, and quarterback hasn't been a discussion in forever. Um, I wonder when we get to the point where it's like, hey, let's play the kid. We kind of know what Mitch Trubisky is. T.J. Watt being out for the year. I mean, that, that felt like a season ender. Quite, quite literally for both the team and T.J. That brings us to Sunday. Bears-Texans, no. That's what I told you guys going in. I will tell you this. The Chicago Bears are 2-1. and one. They are 2-0 and oh at home. Uh, this game was close, 23-20 final. The Texans play close games. Uh, Khalil Herbert, Air Bear. He has a big game on the ground. Good for the Bears. They're 2-1. and one. They face BBD's Giants next week. Uh, I mean... Talk about two contenders. Mm. One of those teams is going to have a really good record. And what does that mean? I don't know. I'm looking at the Bears' schedule to see if they... Okay, let's see. Packers, Eagles, Bills, Lions, Vikings to finish. I don't know. There's not a lot of... In the middle of the Bears' schedule, there's there's not that murderer's row. I wonder if they can... If they can drag this out a little bit and get the city of Chicago excited, they're two and one. Uh, I don't think anyone's drinking Justin Fields Kool Aid as he throws for one oh six. It's felt like it's happening closer to in spite of him than because of him. But I mean, uh, happy for you. They can run the ball. Uh, Good for you. Doing enough. Chicago Bears, huge Giants game coming next week. And, yeah, that's not, that's not a game that people watched. Uh, Titans-Raiders, this was a big one. These were both 0-2 teams uh, and two talented teams, man. The Titans have had a lot of success in recent years. King Henry, uh, Tannehill, kind of viewed as, as the weak spot. Uh, their conference, we went through that last time. They win 24-22. to 22. Raiders fall to the Titans. They're 0-3. Man, brutal. All one-score losses for the Raiders to start their season. They host my Broncos next week, and then they're at Kansas City. Uh, Josh McDaniels. <laughs> Tough, man. Tough. His uh his quote was we all feel shitty. I don't like to use that language. But man, I don't I'm I'm not gonna say I feel for him, but I I you know, this guy was a wunderkin, you know, offensive genius, took the job with the Broncos, ends up being a part of the Tebow stuff, which goes down as a weird asterisk in, in NFL history. I think he was a little too cocksure and there was some some rumors about his coaching ways that we're not great. Goes back, a little humble pie, back to being a coordinator. Lights it up again. 
Waits for his opportunity. Seemingly a nice one with the Raiders. Carr is enough. Devontae Adams, Waller, Jacobs, Max Crosby, they are 0-3. Welcome back to the hot seat. And in that division, I, I just don't know how you climb out of that. Looks like they do have a Texans, Saints, Jaguars, Colts part of their schedule. So I guess circle that to, to hopefully revitalize their season. But it bookends, you know, Chiefs, Niners to finish off. Rams floating around there. Not looking good for the Raiders. Um, I guess for, for fantasy purposes, Mac Hollins. Huge day for him. Go pick them up. Good for the Titans. They salvaged their season, and I think they're going to be back in, in a little bit. They have the Colts two of the next three weeks, the Commanders and the Texans. This has been a talented football team. Their division, like we talked about, um, is wide open. Although the Jaguars, when we get to them, get ready for that. Uh, good for the Titans. Good for the Titans. King Henry looked good. He br watched him break off a couple. He is, when he gets downhill, it's still something you don't really see on an NFL field. Chiefs Colts. The Colts, who had been kind of an embarrassment. This reeked of NFL from the start. It just reeked of the National Football League. The Colts, who got... Destroyed by the Jaguars. 24-0. They tied the Texans. The lowly Texans who were expected to be the worst team in football this year. The Kansas City Chiefs on the other side of the field had been one of the most impressive teams in football this year. So, of course, how does the NFL rear its ugly head? The Colts win at home. 20-17 over... Kansas City. Um, Matt Ryan, 27 of 37, two touchdowns, no picks. I mean, that's a high attempt attempt column for Matt Ryan, but that's kind of what his box score has to look like if this team wants to win games. Jonathan Taylor got 21 carries, but only 71 yards, 3.4 per carry. Um there's a bad Chris Jones unsportsmanlike penalty that ends up leading to the Colts winning touchdown drive. So, you know, NFL will come at you in that way too. I guess good for the Colts. What you can do now is you can say we beat that team. You know, I think if you play, if they played the Chiefs 10 times, they might beat them once or twice. And this was one of them. And now your season just looks bizarre. You're one, one, and one. This was your first home game, and you won it. You're one and zero at home. So you know, depending how you spin zone things and the way the Jaguars are beginning to look, maybe it's not as awful as a start as we thought. And the NFL has a way of. There's always games we look at early on in the season, and we're like, "What happened there? Could the hmm. Colts games be some of those? Uh, I don't know. I, I'd like to see more from." Jonathan Taylor and their rushing attack because I think that's where that's where their team needs to get to if they want to be good or elite. Step in the right direction. But you beat the Chiefs, who who were gangbusters the the first couple weeks of the season. Um, 
And yeah, I mean, it's it's just the NFL, and I I don't want to say like when I say this smelled like the NFL coming in. I bet the Chiefs to win. Um, I was parlaying some stuff off of that because I just thought they were that much of a better team. But coming in felt like Colts were in a bad way. The NFL just can rear its head like that. First home game, you know, Indianapolis, the crowd getting into it. And now they're 1-1-1. One, one, one. Got to play the games. They're sitting fine. Chiefs, I think they don't care. I think I think it's classic. You, you go back to practice and you say, okay, so you guys aren't undefeated anymore. You're not pit, having a perfect season. Uh, not worried about them at all. Someone I should be worried about, and I probably have to issue some apologies in what was supposed to be the game of the weekend, and in a way was... In a way, wasn't. Dolphins, Bills. Dolphins, Bills. Tua, Josh Allen, division rivals. It looks like we might start, we might get the shootout early. Uh, we're seeing Josh Allen moving the ball up and down the field. Dolphins match 14 14 at the half. Give us the shootout we're looking for. Not so much. 21 to 19 final. The highlight of this game is a game that's going to live on forever. The butt punt. Hmm. If you haven't seen it, uh, you're going to or you need to. It's uh I mean it's just it's just the good stuff, man. It's where sports is beautiful, right? Uh Dolphins punter cranks one. Into the butt of his, uh, the up man. Miami's kicker punt goes off teammate for Bill's safety. Yeah, call it the butt punt, man. We got a name for that. Reminder, I know I know the Bakers know. I was at the butt fumble. Was in the building for that. You were? One of my, yeah. Huh. Thanksgiving game. Uh, buddy, buddy had tickets. There's his fam- There's family season tickets. They didn't want to go on Thanksgiving. So it was a night game. So we we went. We had four of us. Butt fumbles, some drinks in the parking lot. Times were good. Uh, if you just search butt punt on Twitter, the video will come up. Search butt punt. I normally don't tell you to do that. The Miami Dolphins are 3-0. and uh, Tua got knocked out of this game for a little bit. He went full wobbly concussion, scary, not fun. He comes back. Uh, he ends up with a Tua line, which is enough to beat the Bills at home. The Super Bowl favorite Bills at home. Uh, Josh Allen throws for 400 yards, which is funny. Two touchdowns, zero ints. Ints. Nice, Jake. Mm. <laughs> um. And yeah, they, the Bills had a 17-play drive that ended on downs. 17-play, uh, 7-yard, or 17-play, 73-yard drive that ends without points. Uh, I think you could say that's the difference. There's also a really good video. Ken Dorsey, a lot of you probably remember him as the old, the U quarterback, Ken Dorsey. He is now the Bills' offensive coordinator. Really good clip of him freaking out uh, in the the coordinator play-calling booth uh, because they ran out of time on him. Throws a straight-up conniption. 
Good for the Dolphins. You guys know I told you last week I'm not fully in on them. I'm not a Tua guy. I want to become a full-blown fan of their head coach, Mike McDaniel. And maybe I am. The Miami Dolphins are 3-0. I do love Waddle and Hill. I'm buying that. I'm just still not in on Tua. And even the, the, the rushing game, I mean, there's, there's nothing there this game. 17 carries for 41 yards. We'll see if Edmonds or, or Mostert can get going at some point. I guess I, will, I thought I was going to hop on the mic and be like, all right, Dolphins, you got me. I guess I'm not still there. I mean, re-looking at this box score and how this game could have went. Buffalo screws up a potential field goal attempt before the half. Um, Josh Allen bobbled the snap So he, he didn't think he could spike it He thought he'd get the intentional grounding So he just had to throw it away So yeah, I mean a lot of little things The Dolphins are 3-0 and And I like their talent On offense Except I'm not going in on Tua yet I'm not there um, And maybe I'll just end up being the fool And that's fine uh, Bills, they'll learn for it They're still stacked They're still stacked Vikings-Lions, told you guys that this was going to be a good one, and it was. Uh, Vikings end up winning. They come back uh, down 10. They put up 14 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, Dalvin Cook had a Dalvin Cook game, 96 yards, one touchdown on the ground. Uh, Thielen and K.J. Osborne doing the damage through the air for the Vikes. Um Cousins to Osborne, the late one, to put the Vikings up. Also, Dalvin Cook got banged up a little bit. My guy Madison, the backup, my favorite handcuff in fantasy football, Alexander Madison. Alexander Madison. He's nasty. Uh, I know Cook got banged up. We'll see if he plays next week. Uh, And the Lions. (laughs) Same song, different chorus. Every Lions game. Uh, they go to one and two, which again is a little bit of a bummer. And by the way, their Eagles loss is looking better and better as the Eagles become this like dominant force across the NFL. It's a bummer that they're one and two, especially because they kind of had this Vikings game in Minnesota. That would have felt like a big announcement for Lions fans. They play the Seahawks next week at home. I mean, Lions are going to be a nice favorite against them. So again, where the Detroit Lions are trying to get to, you got to take some steps along the way. And these are part of it. And good for the Vikings to bounce back. They're 2-1. and one. Uh, They got embarrassed by the Eagles. They hold up at home and come back for the victory. Lamar Jackson is balling, uh, and he loves to ball against the Patriots. Patriots, first home game. Think about what I said about the Colts. Like They've been somewhat lackluster uh, as a start to their season. But, you know, you get your first home game. And if they win this, they go to 2-1 and one over a good Ravens team. Not so fast, my friend. Lamar runs for a buck 07 on the ground. He has four passing touchdowns and one rushing. Dobbins came back, was not a factor. Uh, but Mark Andrews, man, uh, that guy's been not as flashy as Kelsey. And he plays in, you know, that Baltimore offense. But that dude... Eight catches, 89 yards, two tutties himself. Uh, New England outmatched by a better team, and that's kind of the story that now, I think if teams are seeing New England on the schedule, you used to think 
even with like rookie Mac Jones, it was still the Belichick effect a little bit. Like we can't we can't slip up here. Like it's New England. It's Belichick. You can't overlook them. No, if like you, you do that, like you're gonna find yourself in a bad spot. There's none of that right now. I, I don't think any part their defense, remember their defense was racking up fantasy points. They were they were getting like twenty five fantasy points a game. They kept scoring and just turning the ball over. There is no fear factor with New England. Uh, Devontae Parker, 5 for 156, finally having that breakout year. Uh, Big Louisville game. How about that? Lamar Jackson, Devontae Parker. Ravens, 2 and 1. They look good. Bengals finally look right on the road as they dominate the Jets, 27 to 12. Get some Jets, D-line, Quinn and Williams yelling at a coach on the sideline. That's a good time. Uh, this was a big game for me uh, in Burrow because he has a Burrow stat line, 23-36, three touchdowns. The Jets, they just came back off that huge comeback victory, home game. Early on in the season, we could not be the New York Jets this year. The Bengals, they haven't looked good. I, I thought the Jets would come out hungry dogs a little bit. Uh, Bengals nip it in the butt. Um, Flacco, zero touchdowns, two picks, yep. Um not much going on on the ground for the Jets either. And, yeah, Tyler Boyd with a monster day. 105, one touchdown. Jamar Chase has the touchdown catch. Otherwise, kind of limited around that. Uh, Burrow looks like Joe Burrow. Uh, and on the road, you know, the Bengals had been ugly. I mean, Steelers, Cowboys? Those losses can look rough by the end of the year. They're already kind of looking rough. But they were close. They kind of came back in those games. They didn't play any of their guys preseason. Any of their guys. That was one of the storylines. They're home versus the Dolphins. I think you guys unfortunately know where I'm going to stand on that one. And there's a chance I look foolish. But I think I'm drinking some Bengals Kool-Aid on that night game. Hello. Um, Man, how about this? The Bengals. One, two, three, four, five. They have four or five games where they're on the road. That's tough. Uh, they handle their business. Jets, yeesh. Eh. Get me some Zach Wilson or something. I think we're over. I think we know what Flacco is. Seen it. He's supposed to be next week, right? That's what I think so. That's I know what the reports are. Let's see. Zach Wilson. Let's see what comes up. Already. All clear for Zach week. Wilson to reclaim starting job as Jets offense flounders. That's your New York Post headline. Um, we'll see. Yeah, they said expecting week four, but they're, I guess they haven't fully officially announced it. But yeah, yeah. I think after this, you've done everything say, short of saying, like, oh, he is back. I think you can firmly say that that would be welcome. Eagles dominate. I tweeted it. Tweet got a lot of engagement, which I always appreciate when it's not, not the baseball. 24 nothing throughout most of this game. Commanders, the commanders, they get a touchdown. Late, uh, 24-8 is your final. Hurts, 340 yards passing, three touchdowns. He looks the part, man. He's doing whatever he wants out there, and it looks pretty. It looks pretty. They dominate on the lines. A.J. Brown is a beast. The guy gives me T.O. vibes. Uh, He's just a monster of a human. Devontae Smith won the Heisman. Does not look like a monster of a human. Looks like a guy that's almost too skinny to be running routes on an NFL field. 
He's a freak show, man. He goes up and gets it. Eight catches, 169, one touchdown. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and Dallas Goddard are a sneaky nice weapons combination. And the way Jalen Hurts is playing right now and the way they dominate the lines, I'm all in. Like, I guess that's my thing. I was hesitant coming into the season on the Eagles in a similar way to the Dolphins. I wasn't a Hurts or a Tua guy. I kind of had them in similar boats. Hurts, if I had to rank current quarterbacks, I think Jalen Hurts, I mean, top 10, top 8? Jalen Hurts is balling right now, and I was a guy who was very skeptical. Um, so kudos to them. The Eagles look dominant. Uh, so, yeah, I guess I buy Eagles stock. Or, and there's not a lot of good stock to be had. Like, some people did believe, and they were right. The lines look real. Uh, I guess Dolphins being my juxtaposition of just not liking every 3-0 and team. Um, but, yeah. That, that's where I'm at. Commanders, nothing for you. Nothing. Just Panthers, nothing. Nothing for you. Panthers, Saints, kind of nothing there. Panthers get their first win. Uh, both these teams are one and two. Both of these teams are just, like, unappealing. Yeah. Both their f- fan bases, I guess, were optimistic they could be two and one at this point instead of one and two. Yeah, but. I mean, Baker and Jameis... Uninspiring in separate ways. McCaffrey goes for a hundred. Uh, that's that's good for him. No Carolina receivers had more than two receptions, mm, which sometimes can be sometimes like a fun it's cool. Stat. Uh, here it doesn't, doesn't tends to be cooler for like Tom Brady's team. Yeah, yeah. If you'd believe it, uh, Chris Olave uh, broke out a little bit in this game. The Ohio State receiver yeah. nine for one forty-seven. Good for him. That's a big one. Uh, yeah, both these teams are one and two, man, and I, you can't even really dream up if they start clicking. Um, yeah, I'm I'm over it. I'm over it because I want to talk about the Jaguars. Yeah, the Jaguars go in to to face the Los Angeles Chargers. Herbert, my guy, uh, you know, injured. He had the ribs. That was the last time we saw him. They announced he was going to play this game. Cool. Doesn't matter what he's really doing when the Jaguars hang 38 on you. And this is a real test. This is a road game. East Coast team going out west. The Chargers are one of the most talented teams in the NFL. Robinson runs for 100 on 17 carries. Trevor Lawrence, 262, three touchdowns. The Jaguars are 2-1. They held the Chargers, the high-powered Chargers. I know Herbert's banged up. No Keenan Allen in this game. Whatever. You play who's out there. They hold them to 10 points after shutting out the Colts. So they blew that lead to the Commanders. Otherwise, we'd be talking about a 3-0 and Jaguars team. We are not. They are facing at the Eagles. You heard everything I just said about them. Will that game reek of the NFL? Is that what I'll be saying in a week? I don't know. I, I'm not there yet with them. But I know after that, they play the Texans, Colts, Giants, even my Broncos at this point. Doug Peterson, you know, he got to the top of the mountain with the Eagles. Things got a little crazy on him. He was out. What did he learn? He, I watched an interview, or I listened to an interview with him with Rosillo. Liked him more than I thought. And then he gets Trevor Lawrence. 
And I know Jacksonville's not not your football destination normally, but Trevor Lawrence was supposed to be the guy that could make that happen. Neither was Cincinnati. Look at Joe Burrow. I'm excited for some Jags football. They're they're becoming kind of a must-watch team for me. Falcons and Seahawks are not. Falcons win 27-23 to 23 on the road. Corderell Patterson, big rushing day. Nothing there for you. Rams beat the Cardinals 20-12. to 12. Kyler, kind of some empty stats. He ends up with 314 yards through the air, but I know for fantasy people, he was a letdown this weekend. See, Rams are back up to 2-1. and one. Cardinals are 1-2. and two. Uh-oh. Um, I still like the Rams. I still don't like the Cardinals. Uh, that's where I'm at there. And then Packers-Bucks. I wish I could talk about this game more. We were getting ready to do Yankee stuff. We were at the game yesterday while this was kind of going on. I'm going to assume it didn't live up to the billing like people were hoping that Rodgers-Brady would live up to. Green Bay, look at them. They have another horrible week one. They're now 2-1. and one. Uh, They win this game 14-12, two first-half touchdowns. They don't score the rest of the way. Um, New England, uh, Brady's throwing a Russell Gage out there. Like, I, I guess what we just said, you know, the high-powered offense of Tampa is supposed to be Mike Evans and Godwin and even, you know, Gronk was there. I know he wasn't full Gronk. Russell Gage, Cameron Bray, Brashad Perriman, Jalen Darden, Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley and Scotty Miller are on the Bucks. That feels redundant. Um, <laughs> Packers win. Uh, not much going on on the ground. They're 2-1. and one. They get a road win at Tampa, which will end up looking great. Romeo Dubes, maybe a name you have to learn. He was their fourth-round pick, uh, the guy that dropped the ball. Uh, or no, excuse me. He's not the one that dropped the ball. Um, fourth-round pick, eight catches, 73 yards. Um, could he be the next guy that Aaron Rodgers can elevate? Because uh, he can. So, I wish I had more on that game. I didn't get to watch that one in detail like I like I hoped to, but seemed like it didn't live up to the billing. Like, I think a lot of this weekend was a little, a little droll for the NFL Sunday. Broncos, Niners, 11-10. Hmm. I don't know. I, I can't believe my Broncos are 2-1. and one. Feels by accident. Safety and field goals. I the offense feels so uninspired. How can I believe in Hackett and Wilson right now? Yet they're two and one. They very easily could be three and zero. Oh. I I mean I guess I need to see mm. them get tested more and more. But it's it's good they won. Listen to my voice. Listen to my voice. Um, next two for them. At Vegas and versus the Colts, who we'll see what the vibes are like by yeah. the time those games come. But uh, win, we're certainly winnable, and uh, the Chargers can be a test. And to finish off the weekend, Giants-Cowboys tonight will be tuning in. Talking Giants. Giants going for 3-0 and at MetLife. Place is going to be rowdy. I think I'm going to bet the Giants. Some tape out on, on Cooper Rush now. And if the Cowboys win, uh, not even going to think about that. So hmm. that's your football weekend. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. I wish I could enjoy it a little more. Those damn Yankees, you know, night game, socks. That's yeah. fine. 
Uh, and let's talk about the baseball. All right. We're back talking about the baseball from this weekend. History from around the league as we're finishing up a week and a half left. The final day of the regular season is October 5th, Wednesday. I think I've got that. That sounds right. My calendar is opening. Yep. October 5th, Yom Kippur. So, okay. Not eating. (laughs) Not eating. We're eating here. Uh, The stories around baseball, it's kind of, I don't want to say it's tough, but a lot of the story has already been written. Like, if this was a Harry Potter book, we could only add so much to the story at this point. You know the players. You know the game. There's, you know, Neville Longbottom. I'll stop with the Harry Potter. Albert Pujols hit 700. That was Friday night? Or is that Saturday? That was Friday night. Friday night. Um, I mean, just special. 700, I've told you here. I've told Talking Baseball, even told Talking Yanks. How truly special that is. I don't know if we're going to see it again. Genuinely, I don't know if we're going to see it again. Uh, With where pitching has gotten to and the stamina and duration that you need to get there, Roman. Albert gets to 700. The, The guys up there are, you know, Henry Aaron, George Herman Ruth, or steroids. Am I missing a 700? MLB home and run. And Bonds is the other, right. the other one in there. But it's a, it's a special thing. Uh, like, how many of these guys are dependent? <clears throat> There's only four players that have hit 700 home runs. Barry Bonds. People argue was the best player of all time. Time steroids. Henry Aaron kind of goaded in his own way. Like, just a beast. Yeah. Racked up homers for years. For years. Babe Ruth, you already know. Albert Pujols is the only one joining that crew. <laughs> A-Rod just missed out on that, and he's steroids by one of the most talented players ever. Anyways, Albert, the fact he got here is insane. Like, 21 homers. Uh, he did hit 23 in 2019, but... Uh, the stat line is nowhere close to it. He was a a sub. He was a 92 OPS plus that year. Yeah. He has a Juice one ball year, like the 145 OPS plus. He hasn't done that since St. Louis in 2011. How good he has been, and a year where hitting is down, like that needs to be noted. It's it's remarkable. Um, and I, I I'd love to know if it if for him it it feels like just coming back to St. Louis or he found something in his swing. Like, what What does it really mean? Because he hasn't been... Just pressure of the contract is off. He hasn't been this guy for a decade. Ten years. And that's where, uh, you know, Lorenzo, we got ice. Zoe, you may know him as. Uh, he wanted me to, to potentially do some stuff with them this week because they don't... Zoe is Zoe's what? 22? 22. Or, so 10 years ago he was 12. Yeah. Zoe had a pretty unique growing up. 
Hmm. He's got like 40 brothers and sisters. And he kind of got into sports. I don't want to say later in life, but he, you know, when you have that many siblings. He wasn't like playing them growing up. and He doesn't really have any idea how good Albert Pujols was. Um, and I don't blame him. I think a lot of play, a lot of young people don't. Um, but yeah, his his first ten years of his career, he was a three thirty one batting average guy. Um, only won the batting title once. Hit three yeah. hundreds every year, but he averaged a three thirty one batting average. Wild. Four twenty six on base. Sure. A one dot oh five oh OPS. His his average season, he played, his average season, his first 10 years, he played 156 games per year. So he's playing every day. 41 homers. Average season, 41 homers, 123 RBI, more walks than strikeouts. 43 doubles, too. I know you don't care about that too much, but I mean... It's not one we, like, track. We're talking about 80-plus extra base hits a year. Toss it in the pot. Guy was a freak show. Um, You know, the the only guy who had some years similar to that regularly was Mickey Cabs, who we're also celebrating, but it was also a similar timeline almost. Um, Three MVPs... um, in a five-year stretch, uh, he also has one, two, three, four, four second-place MVPs. Seeing a third in there as well. You know, it's... The, I, I remember going into that free agency, he hit two ninety nine, and he finished fifth. And everyone was like, man, yeah. going into that free agency, didn't finish top three, and didn't bet 300. Is that going to go well? And I guess, it's, I guess it ended up kind of right, but... Yeah, I mean, it's funny now that we're all going to play a little bit of a what if if Albert had stayed in St. Louis, which just doesn't even make sense. Because um, how? How? It just doesn't work like that. Um, we're seeing a little bit of magic this year. Um, guy is the all-time leader in grounding into double plays. Shout out to Trevor Plouffe. Uh I copied his stance as a youth, um, which blows my mind a little bit because I'm becoming an older man. I'm becoming a man um, that, you know, to go back to 2001 or 2004 or, heck, 2006 and, you know, picture, picture little me looking in the mirror, like actually copying his arms and his timing and his toe tap. Didn't work for me at all. At all. It almost ended... I think it ended my baseball career. I was trying to do way too much. Should have just had a normal stance at the plate. But that's how good this guy was. Um, And he is this year. So, 700 home runs. You kind of have to... There is a chance it doesn't happen again. We've talked about that. Um, And the fact that he did it. And Greg Amsinger was on it. Yeah. That's a, cool. that's a little kooky. I don't know what that's about. I mean, a little bit of a throwaway line. But also to, like, find that game on the schedule in September. Yeah. St. Louis guy, if I'm not mistaken. So maybe he just is always looking at Cardinals' schedule. Hmm. 
So that's pretty cool. On on the other side of it, Aaron Judge has not homered since number 60. Uh, Tuesday was in the building for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, was in the building for Thursday like a lot of the company. BBD was. I was there. Um, and then was there on Sunday, yesterday, Amtrak game. That was really cool, incredible seats. Gets rained out while he's on deck. Game ends. Would have been cool to see him get one more at bat. Uh, the pressure is starting to become a real thing. You know, I, I I think I told people on here and talking Yanks how Judge smartly said the home run record is Bonds because that's what the record book says. And that's a really smart way to, to deflect that question because it's not wrong. The record book reflects it. He's a Bay Area kid. Like, uh, it was a really good, really good move by him to drop that. Three games in Toronto. The Yankees have essentially clinched the AL East. They're on a seven-game win streak, by the way. Yeah. Kind of out of left field. The team feels a lot better. I know they played bad teams, but uh, there's some players that have come back and look better. Glaber Torres is playing probably my favorite brand of baseball. Glaber Torres has played as a Yankee. Rizzo's back. Stanton's run into a couple. Donaldson has been better. So it, the Yankees on the whole feel a lot better. Uh, but yeah, Judgy, you know, I saw the first tweet yesterday that was like, it's been 22 at-bats. And it's like, you just got to be careful that that doesn't become part of the storyline. Because that's the shit the media loves. Just loves. Mm. Um, and yeah, I... As a Yankee fan, I obviously don't want it to weigh down on the big fella and become more of a thing. So, he might have waved at us last night. Or some sort of look. We think he gave a little, like, bop to the chest wave. I think Jimmy has it on video. But, and this should be part of the reveal, the Thursday game I went to, Aaron Judge's wife, Sam, came up. And we had a fantastic conversation. She said, we like, love your guys' stuff. So. Oh, nice. That's pretty nuts. That's pretty nuts. Uh, so let's, let's hope that happens soon. I mean, the only counter to let's have that happen soon, which I've told people, is having it happen on the road would be kind of mid. Yeah. I, How about For this? him. Tie it in Toronto, get that off Yeah, you need to tie it soon. He needs, like, with the record book and the 154. Yeah. Get 61 and 154, and people will be happy about that. And you get that off your back, break it when you come back against Baltimore. Yeah, because they come back and they face Baltimore for three this weekend. So, yeah, you... I guess that's my concession I will easily make. Is 61 kind of needs to happen in Toronto? Um, I was saying all weekend to people when we talked about it. I was like, well, if he doesn't get it this this weekend while they're home, probably just first at bat in Toronto it happens. That would be fine. That that would be fine. And then, uh, yeah, I I don't know. Really obnoxious of me, but I really... 62 feels like a stadium event. Like, if he hits two in Toronto, I don't know. Just It's cool, obviously. I'm not going to sit here and be upset if he But in Yankee Stadium? 
So, all right, still getting snobby about it, apparently. But uh, Judge is becoming, it'll become more and more of a thing. They're doing the live cut-ins to games when they can. Like, it's uh, walking the streets of New York, you're likely to run into <laughs> an Aaron Judge conversation. Like L- Literally, when I was on the way to Thursday's game, walked by a guy who I didn't strike as owning a method to watch the game. Yeah. I was wearing a Yankee jersey, and I just hear through my headphones, Judge is going for the record. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I kind of kept it moving, but yeah. Yeah, and it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's still fun. It's good conversation. Uh, Stadium's buzzing. Stadium's a buzz. I mean, before the games, everyone's saying, it's got to be tonight, got to be tonight, and it hasn't been tonight. So, yeah. we, uh. It's fun because it can literally happen anytime it comes up. So you, yeah, you always con- you'll always convince right? yourself. Yeah, I get. I guess there hasn't been the like. Correct me if I'm wrong, BBD. There hasn't been like the oh shit, like bases low. Well, the he, Thursday night ninth inning. What was that? The, it would have been the walk off. He put the real charge into it. Fox cameras. Oh yeah, all the way we had up. the one scare. I was n- I never thought it was out. Off the bat, I did, and I and pretty quickly, you know, your eyes when right. you're at the stadium, you turn to the center fielder, and he looked like beat on it. But I never, I never thought it was out. I guess I was like, oh, does it? But yeah, watching on TV, I would have absolutely. If you yeah, check out those videos. Mm. Around the world of baseball. Yanks 15 and 4 in the last 19. 94 wins. Yankees have 10 games left. They go 6 and 4. They can win 100 games. So it's, you know, a little bit of a roller coaster if they could finish and and stay hot, which 6 and 4, I mean, that's not even necessarily hot, but a 100 win season would be very impressive for them while the Rays and Jays jostle uh, for some playoff seeding. Jays are up two games on them. I guess we'll see. We'll see what the Yankees look like in Toronto. Uh, but yeah, the uh, the other thing that's kind of a buzz among baseball is the fact that there's kind of not really a buzz. Um, a lot of the races are done. Astros seventeen game lead in the West. Yankees are eight and a half up in the East. The Cleveland Guardians, you know their lead on the White Sox now. I happen to just pull up the standings. So. Ten games, double yes. digits. <laughs> Remember they went into a series like three games apart last week? Wheels can come off quickly in baseball, and that's happening in Chicago. Uh, kudos to the Guardians, 9-1 and one in their last 10. The young guys continue to do it. I love the energy around their team. I was really tough on the Guardians in their front office, and that's where, luckily, Jimmy, Trev, Biebs, they kind of walked me in the right direction. Like, you don't dislike the players, you don't dislike some of the things their front office is doing and, and not. <sighs> Every button they pushed this year seemed to be right. You could have had to press fewer buttons. You know, I, I just acted like the other ones, but I think there's still room somewhere on this team for a nice, another free agent, scary bat in the middle. And by the way, their lineup's been great. So I, I'm not critiquing them. Um, one of their proven bats, they coming into the year, the one one of the guys you thought was locked in, yeah, no. not 
So, yeah, it's, it's it, where... They pushed every right button. Baseball's a sixth sport. Uh, they're pitching. I mean, Bieber and Tristan McKenzie, that's a tough little one-two in the playoffs. Watch out for that. Class A on the back end uh, with some of their young, talented bullpen arms. So, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I mean, the Central, still unimpressive on the whole. Good for the Guardians for taking over. And, yeah, excited to see how they look in the three-game playoff. And if they move on, it would likely be against uh, our Yankees. So, I, uh, I won't talk trash. I won't talk trash. Uh, let's see. Tito at the helm. They're not going to be scared, I don't think. I think they're young and dumb enough to enjoy it. I guess let's see. And let's see who they get matched up with because I, I think I like them over Tampa. I think. I don't think I'd like them over Toronto or Seattle, but I could be wrong. Right, right now at the time of recording, it's Toronto, Tampa, Seattle. It's right. The, the wild card. Right. Uh, Mets and Braves, I guess they are the best race left. Mets have two with the Marlins before we play three. In Atlanta, me and Moylan deep dove into some of that on the last episode of Talking Baseball. I guess those three, hopefully those three games are electric. Baseball could use that from a, a game front because this is the first year of the new playoff format and it really feels like unless the Brewers can pull something special out late, most of it is wrapped. Um they're a game and a half back of Philadelphia. Philadelphia, 3-7 and seven in their last 10. They're skidding. Like, Milwaukee's going to have a chance. They play St. Louis. Phillies, they play at the Cubs. Dodgers, 106 wins. 106 wins. So, that's kind of a little baseball around the horn. For you guys. Um, like I said, it, it's it's funky. Uh, unless if Philly, if Philly keeps slipping and Milwaukee goes a little more, we've got something fun there. Mets and Braves can cause their own sort of chaos, but it's not really going to change how you think of the Mets or Braves. You know, I think it would be a gut punch to the Mets who have been so good at, at leading the division all year. As of right now, I would still... I mean, it sounds dumb because they have a game-and-a-half lead, but I, I, I'd i still take the Mets. It feels Giants and Dodgers from last year that the Giants had been so proud to hold off the Dodgers all year that they had to finish it. Mets, kind of the same. Like, for, for the Braves to think that they can sneak it out from you final weekend of the year, uh, that, would, that would piss me off as a Mets player, and I'd be like, we are doing anything we can to not let... That happen. Um, all right, so that's your baseball. We can do a little, uh, you know, comment of the day. Ooh, Wake and Jake, the Bakers, you guys are the best. Uh, like we said on YouTube, now we're doing the double episode release. Uh, it was after the Aaron Judge's 60th home run. That game was on a Tuesday night. It was at that game. Yankees had the crazy comeback. And CJ said, enjoyed hearing your personal first-hand account of a historic Yankee moment. Vibes of a Tim K. verbal essay. Shout out to Kirk Chin. I'm sure he will do one about this insane season, and I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, I can go for a, a Tim Kirk Chin verbal et essay. Um, 
Let's see. Classy Carlos, I was supposed to be there, but I had a class at 7 p.m. and I couldn't skip because I had to hand in an essay. A lot of essay talk. Missed one of the greatest regular season innings in Yankees history. Yeah? Yeah, that's why you, you skip school when it's okay to skip school. Okay. Don't take that out of context too much. Um... Let's see. Uh, Mark Joyce. Happy Earth, Wind, and Fire Day. That's right. Yeah. 21st day of September. So, thank you guys. I, I appreciate you. Keep baking the algorithm. Um, oh, and Tom Nilligan. I know there, there's a little bit of hockey. We're comparing home run races to anything else. Ovechkin is chasing down some NHL records. Uh, two to three seasons from attacking some of Gretzky's stuff. So, yeah, those would be in the hockey realm. That's that's pretty big, I think. I think. Let's get there. Let's get there, Ovi. Um, so, thank you guys for baking the algorithm. And for those of us, you know, we're messing with the new YouTube formatting a little bit. Podcast should still be the same for you, but I... Uh, Appreciate you guys being patient. Got to play the YouTube game a little bit. Uh, you got a bro of the night, PPD? Ooh. Um, was there an individual guy I'm thinking about? Um, kind of just personally, like, like I guess it's a bra. And, uh, the Eagles being good is is annoying. Okay. Because I'd love to be, to start irrationally dreaming on the Giants. That's the team I like. Right. After tonight, they were potentially 3-0. and I could be doing some doing some dreaming. Like, well, you luck into a 4-1 and start. And, you know, I do, I, do I think they're actually that good? But can you backpedal your way in and then anything can happen? You can have fun. But the Eagles are just good. Yeah. So that kind of stinks. Because the rest of the division is kind of the same story it always is. Yeah, it feels like the NFC East besides the Eagles. who yeah. And the Eagles very well might be kind of the same thing, just the only real team. Yeah. But they I, feel good. I, I think piggybacking off of that, I'd just drive home the point. Uh, Jalen Hurts, is he looks like one of the best quarterbacks in football. Um, not Like there's nothing fluky. It's, it doesn't. There's nothing about it. Like I, I, even his throwing motion. There's something to be said. Like he's he's worked so hard to get better, that it clearly shows. I, and it, his throwing motion used to be criticized. He, he looks clean. Uh, his his deep ball was beautiful. And uh, Trevor Lawrence, like I mentioned, now on the year, uh, six touchdowns, one interception, completing passes at a seventy percent clip. He uh, it could be happening down there. Um, and him and Doug Peterson may be the perfect match. So uh, that's the baseball. That's the bros. There's so much stuff on John Boy Media. Uh, Warehouse Games, new thing. Warehouse Games, I just retweeted it. The Ball in Play League. It's a little blitz ball. Baseball meets cricket. Chris Rose is in the booth with Darren mm. Sammy, who if you don't know who that is, Google him. One of the coolest people I've ever met. Uh, I'm excited to watch because I didn't get to listen to Rose and Sammy. I heard some of it, but I heard it was as electric as it gets. And uh, 
you know what? Do yourself a favor. Do John a favor. You you know how much he's in to the cricket. We uh, he, he kind of he assembled this, um, to be the entertaining, fun thing that you enjoy about baseball or blitzball or whatever it is we're doing. So go check it out. BBD competes in there. Uh, and yeah, I guess if you're deep in the John Boy Media web, there's a lot of jam celebs in there. Zach, yeah. Brother Luke, uh, Robbie Sirachi, yeah. Lennon Bill. I mean, there's some there's some real John Boy Media in there. I'm sure I'm missing people too, so I'm sorry. But um, go check that out. Any of the Yankee stuff. I mean, talking Yanks, Pinstripe Strong. Kind of have a cool Yankee guest in the office today, you might see. Ooh. Shea Station. They got to be excited but nervous coming up. Uh, and then, yeah, JJTV, Talking Baseball, Rose Rotation, uh, everything on John Boy Media. Arm the Famers. Big week. Big week. I mean, two weeks of playoffs. Not even. It's going to be a big October. Don't start a fight from Friday playoffs. He's got start? you covered with playoff all start. the sports. Don't Thanks everybody. He's wearing uh, shorts. It's time to wake and shake Bug. in the morning. Wake and shake at night. Jake sucks. <laughs>